0: Hello, this is Rose. Welcome back to Rat's group chat, our Town Hall Vibes Open Door Policy Podcast. I'm Rose, and this is co-hosted with Jure Aaron. I am the founder and producing artistic director of Art Rat Theatre, and if you want to come on this podcast, just DM us on Instagram at Theater, and if otherwise, you can leave us a message at anchor.fm. Slash art Rad group chat. Leave us a message and we'll play it on the podcast and commune with you that way. This episode is about to fly by, y'all. So hold on to your seats, hold on to your hats because it's so funny. It's such a good time. It's going to fly by. We're talking about attachments and lesser forms of attachments. We're talking about things changing, but is it really the thing changing or did you change or did life change? Who the hell knows? How do we tell? And the new levels of burnout that we we have all achieved it at this point, mid-2021, and what we are doing about it, damn it, what we're doing about it. So stay tuned, and let's get into it. Yellow. Oh, yellow. Yellow.
1: Love the robe, vibe, mood. Robe vibes. Robe vibes. I'm a little sad about, I don't know if this happened to you, but like, a thing that you... Like it's been part of your routine and then like something changes about it and you're like, how did that happen? So I've been, I've been getting this Moroccan mint tea from Trader Joe's for a minute now. Not a crazy minute, not even, it just started this year, but it's been going for a few months. And I feel like these past like five times, I either haven't been brewing it the same or something's changed or maybe tea is supposed to be drank at a certain time or it changes up on you or something but it just it just doesn't taste the same it's not what it used to be like the thing about like I I came into liking tea because I was like oh I'm a person who needs their tea brewed like hella strong for hella long or else it's just gonna taste like dirty water dirty hot water to me Uh uh-huh I'm a 2 packet girl myself 2 packet. I'm like maybe maybe that's what I need to do but like I don't know it used to be so not I was like I'm trying I was trying to incorporate more tea so I'm not just cranking on coffee all the time but yeah like it just tastes it's tasting like hot water right now
0: that's so interesting because I also know the feeling of, like, I've done this before. I've done this so many times before. Why is it different now? What the fuck?
1: I'm like, what could have been so different in me doing the exact same thing? I just don't understand.
0: (laughs) And my fucking deductive ass brain is like, if the T is different and I'm convinced I didn't do anything different, (laughs) it's either I'm different I be doing it different or the tea is different. And then my neurotic brain would take over uh, after that and be like, Am I different?
1: And that's where I'm at. Am, right am now. I no
0: longer perceiving <laughs> in the
1: same way? Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm gonna need to find like another tea. It's really messed up. I went to my fucking this is a long time ago, years ago, when those I don't know if Tivana stores still exist anywhere. There were Tivana stores?
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not just a shelf on starbucks and yo the grocery
1: store? yo i think oprah had some stakes in it too Tivana stores this might be me just like having lived in santa barbara for a while due to school yeah they cl- oh yeah they um they closed a bunch of them in 2017 so i guess it was a little stint yeah does oprah own tifan oh it was a partnership Anyway, I'd gone there and they, the thing that they were doing in the stores was like showing you could mix different teas together to get certain tastes out of them. And I tried this one mix and I like, didn't take a picture of it or anything. I still think about that mix, that blend of tea. I think I'm always chasing that tea. Honestly, I really think I am.
0: Ooh, give us like some
1: notes, Dre. Like what kind of tea are we talking like spicy, sweet, fruity? All of those things, actually all of those things had a nice like little tang and like sweetness to it, mellow and warm. It tasted not the temperature, like its taste was warm. That's what I remember.
0: Mm, yeah. I'm, I'm getting a warm bleach of amber light. Uh-huh.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Uh RIP to the Phantom Things. Ah! You know when things have died, but they, like, never really, like, existed. But, like, there was yes. attachment. Mm-hmm. And speaking of attachment, I don't think this was on our, like, things to talk about. Hey, we can but, talk about it. <laughs> you know, this freaking tweet. Dang it. I should have taken a screenshot. What was I thinking? There's too many options of engagement. It's like, did I retweet it? Did I like it? Did I screenshot it but do none of the above?
1: Where did I put it? Where did I put it? it? Oh, I'm here. I support this. I support it.
0: We're digging. We're excavating. Also, you know, I feel like objects in mirror are closer than they appear or maybe further because everything feels closer than it was. It must have been, watch it be like three months ago, bro. I was like, I just saw this thing and it's actually three months ago. (laughs) Time is
1: not. (laughs) She... Mm okay you you found it
0: if I can't find it I can definitely remember like the last part of it which is really what like struck me and it was stating or clarifying that connection is not to be confused with attachment like don't confuse your attachments for connection I should say like all of them like not all attachments may be
1: connections I mean, yeah, I get that, like, as far as, especially because some attachments are really unhealthy. You shouldn't connect to those things.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes me think about, like, the mutuality that needs to, like, be there.
1: Mm. Is a connection more, for lack of better words, obligatory or, like, out of one's control than an attachment? Like, an attachment is... Like, I'm right now, you saying that and that really great thought-provoking thing is like, well, in my head, an attachment would not be a connection because an attachment, you can detach. It can make the choice, even though it might be a hard choice or a very long process in doing so, you can detach, right? But I think about people I'm connected to or places I'm connected to. It's harder to separate myself. Like those can be even involuntarily, but they're connected to you. Doesn't that makes sense. Hmm.
0: Yes. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this was like a popular tweet. So oh, I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna type attachment connection. Oh, that's not gonna show up anything. That's the worst. Oh. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Um, actually, there's a lot of tweets now. Now that I've searched it, I put in attachment connection into the top, and now there's a lot of profound tweets that are dissecting the difference between connection and attachment. Oh, what um, are you saying, Rose? The people are saying that attachment is not connection, attention is not commitment. They're saying unhealed trauma will have you confuse attachment as connection, oh, yeah. codependency as support. Enmeshment as intimacy. Enmeshment. That's a new
1: word for me. Enmeshment. Like meshing yourself. Like we are meshed. Mesh. Enmeshment. Mm -hmm.
0: Enmeshment. You want to mesh? Shall we mesh? (laughs) Shall we mesh? Mesh. I guess enmeshment, not to be confused as intimacy, lack mm. of boundaries as vulnerability, trauma bonding as healing, and using others to fill your inner void as love. That's. My nostrils are flaring. My yeah. arm is Uh
1: I don't think I need to wear this robe anymore because uh, my temperature just went up so high. I'm overheating. <laughs> It's There's, definitely, like, a tricky line. Yeah, go ahead. No, there, there was a lot there. That's all I could say, really. There was a lot to start with. It's a lot to consider. I think
0: perhaps it's maybe, like, a, what's a common denominator here? It uh, seems like shortcuts or, like, canned versions of, like, an, a real thing.
1: Canned. Sh- uh, canned, shallower versions Uh Mm. not rooted versions less grounded versions of the same Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, and i and i'm mm. empathizing with like what drives that you know what drives us to reach for the shallow thing or or to kind of well first of all that's not fair because i feel like (laughs) reading the tweet is different while Mm. like living it you know what i mean because i feel like it is really maybe we overestimate our ability to like freaking be able to tell mm-hmm. <laughs> like am I attached or stuff. am I like connected like that like yeah.
1: usually takes being completely out of a situation to be really we're, reflective
0: or a really good friend yeah. <laughs> the other day I was like okay friend I need mm-hmm. you to read me I need to check in with you who is like one of my deepest closest friends mm-hmm. and to ask someone who I can trust that can actually like know me enough to like get, tell me what I, I need to hear, not what I want to hear and not be afraid mm-hmm. to do that. I was like, all right, just to check in friend, how are you perceiving me lately as far as work, life, and love? Cause these are all the things that we talk about. And yep. I, I got a proper serving. I got a proper serving of what I needed to hear and, it never occurred to me before that, like, we can do that. We can, we can, we can ask those outside of us. Yeah. To just let us know, how are you perceiving me? Mm-hmm. Because
1: blind spots. I, like, just started getting better at that. of like, sharing the internal stuff with people who are close to me. But I lean on, like, journaling and very long showers a lot to be reflective. <laughs> I'm definitely a person who's in their head quite a bit. I like being in there. It's fun. But definitely in being reflective, I can like go down a hole in my head of just one aspect of my life and like just examine that. To a fault, to a benefit. It's both. It's definitely both. But good friends. Yeah. It just just having that. Yeah. That that other perspective that's outside of you experiencing it. And with all those things, it's like, yeah, what you're saying about it not being super fair. It's like, no one no one wants the like less fulfilling option of those two things. No one wants that. No one's like, yeah, I'd really prefer to trauma bond. That's my, I'd love to do that actually. I would love, like no one wants to do that. So it's like, that's the thing about tone. That is the thing about tone, specifically the tone on social media a lot of the times. It can be very how how do we say prescriptive but not your friend, reading you but not as a friend. <laughs> it's like, hey, guess who's wrong? it's it's you in a way you here's a new way that you are wrong <laughs> it's like it's a different way in the it's a different way to like talk about all those things all those things that were mentioned in that tweet
0: <laughs> no really though it really is like irre irrecreatable Mm. The just the depths at which one can really grow as a person through other people versus like through the social media and the Internet connected to other people, mm-hmm. um, the roof, the ceiling, honestly, just the limitations of what we can expect from ourselves in using this tool. You know, mm-hmm. I think there are things we can expect and things that we definitely can use it for. But I I was also just talking about this where I'm feeling this new wave of digital fatigue myself, but also around me. And I think it's really striking a nerve with me because I was fending off this fatigue to the best of my freaking abilities this whole past year. You know, I was like, because that's just the kind of person I am. It's like, I want to be the one that can hold a door open, you know, like it's been a journey coming to peace with how little I can control about who Mm -hmm. takes my hand or who comes through the door. Mm -hmm. But I, every time I do it, I just learn that it's worth it to keep that door open, you know? So even if I'm holding this digital gathering or workshop or opportunity, Mm -hmm. for sure, not for everybody. And for sure, it might not even be the most popular preferred thing, but there might be a few people there just might be a few people who could use it and and so let me be somebody who who holds that door open I promise I will come up with better metaphors about this down the road but all they can say is some kind of door some kind of just opening um and yeah so in in taking on that purpose over this past year in the pandemic I've really been just staving off to the best of my abilities you know like not getting burnt out from like all of the virtual things, but I'm feeling it now. And that's why it's striking a nerve because I'm like, oh my God, if I feel this now, what does that mean? And then I like connect outside of me. And I'm like, oh my God, like it's all of us or it's it's many of us, it's, it's many of us. And I thought we were fatigued in 2020. Do you know what I mean? I thought I felt that, I thought I felt everyone's fatigue in 2020, but it's something different now in 2021, like- there was a point to this, I promise. There was a point to
1: this, and I can't remember why I first started talking about it. I'm vibing with it, though. I'm vibing with it. You you bring up... There's a clear difference in... I mean, like, one, I feel like the energy, us as a whole being more in tune with shifts in energy as a whole, I think is at a very new high. So that's Two the burnout the another level of burnout it's like it's like you're lost in the desert oh wait wait. you were on you were on a trip in the desert and you thought it was chill it was kind of sucking but it was chill then you get lost in the desert you lost in the desert and you finally find like some kind of oasis it's not an illusion and you've like been thinking this whole time that there's a bunch of illusions, but this is an actual oasis, but it doesn't even have that much water. It's a place you thought would have water, mm. but it doesn't have that much water. Mm. There's enough water to like take you out of how desperate and overheated and burnt out you were feeling before, but it's definitely not gonna it's definitely not going to fulfill your thirst. Right. You're still in the desert. You're still in the you're still lost in the <laughs>
0: I I freaking remembered why I I started talking about this because we're talking about the limitations of like what we can expect to get you know if if I put in the time in social media on the internet and I'm putting in the time like I would any other hobby or interest that I have you know Mm -hmm. taking a walk around the block taking a scroll on the feet but they seem parallel to me do not even like not the same obviously but it's like you could take a walk around the block You could hit the digital streets and scroll for 15 minutes, you know, like Mm -hmm. peruse, express, be seen, put yourself out there to be perceived. But it can only do so much. And I think I've never felt the truth of that as much as I am now. And I can only feel it, I think, more and more and more probably into the future because it just it, it. it's, it's, it's not exactly what it is that we're looking for exactly. It's like a tool and it helps to create these like fragments of certain things. But I feel like what we're dealing with is like a desert. And what we're dealing with is, you know, tools of oppression, not just there's the spiritual warfare, but then there's also just the political warfare. Mm-hmm. And I think like it sucks mm-hmm. And it's disturbing me because, for example, Instagram has just been such a potentious tool for me personally as an artist. But I'm feeling the limitations more and more. Like, there are just some things that are not going to get done by using Instagram. Like, you can only share so many flyers and you, you, like... And I, I can't even. I, I'm, I'm feeling such a different attitude. It's like with you making your tea, right? Like I'm like I've been doing. Oh my this gosh! For so long. Yeah. Why does it feel different? And it's feeling different.
1: Yes. Instagram pulled some shit. Was it maybe two days ago? Possibly even yesterday. I was on there, and a fucking live pops up, and it's fucking Rosario Dawson and American Express. I follow. Neither of them, because why would I I mean, like, why would I follow American Express on Instagram? But Rosario Dawson, more uh, likely, but I don't really follow celebs on Instagram. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, while I'm listening to you, I need to look up what kind of content on the American I don't know Express. What live they, I don't know what they were talking about, but because I didn't even I didn't even compute what was really, because I was so offended. I was so offended. I was like, not y'all, real. Like, first of all, first of all, I can't even get this shit in chronological order. Let alone see stuff from the people I actually follow. Now y'all just interrupting with lives. Into like, who said you could do that? Who said? I don't know, that's that's a bit much. It's all been a lot, but that right there was like, that's a bit much. That's a bit much. Yeah, I, I what I've been doing in my own, I guess, addressing of burnout. Well, I bought a clock because I was using my phone as a clock. And then I was just like, I really want time where this thing is off. And I'm like, I can't do that. If it's my teller of time, my alarm, like that's just automatically like, that means it's going to be the first thing I touched in the morning. That means it's the last thing I'm going to touch before I go to bed. I have to get something
0: Moment of appreciation
1: for single use function devices. They do one thing and the alarm sound is really pretty. It's super pretty. It's like little chimes. Not like wind chime it's like kind of like a da 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 type of Oh thing. like a sprinkle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's just happy. It's a happy sound. That's nice. It is. It is nice. And it's like up not up but it's like on my shelf. So I have to like get up. I have to get out of bed to turn it off. If I'm not just waking up naturally, um, going to bed, reading, not doing super well on that, but I am trying oh to <laughs> just like, I've done it a couple nights this past week and that's been cool and good. But when I tell you chapters are hard to get through, even though the content's good, I'm like, I know I have an attention deficit, but it's really, it's really not keeping up with these pages right now. So I'm just like, I wrote, I just I love books. I love the library, and they're opening back up in LA, and like I literally just want to go to the Central Library and like take out books. But I should probably get back into like reading.
0: Go on a library
1: date. I would love to. I'd love to. I love the Central Library. That's my fave.
0: If you haven't been, I've never never been. But it sounds because I, I, I'm I'm feeling the same thing. I feel like, what if buddy system to read?
1: I think that's like a lot less. Um, what's the word? Lot less daunting than like a book club type of thing. It's like, you read your thing, I'll read my thing, and we'll just say we're going to read. Not to say how much, <laughs> say how much when, but we're going to do it.
0: <laughs> yes, because I, like, I was reading like another Twitter thread and I was talking about like just the absolute validity of like buddy systeming things that for assistance, you know, for support. Like, mm-hmm. I used to be embarrassed, I guess, that there were some things that I wanted to do not by myself because I am an independent person and, like, why couldn't I do it by myself? But it's, like, it would be better to do it with somebody, like, whether that's, like, studying, co-working, like, I've always been really into that and I I always thought of it, like, maybe it's because I'm, like, a social person, but I also think that with certain, like, attention deficit circumstances, Mm-hmm. it just is an enabling useful strategy and yeah. you know what i'm gonna gas up this idea even more because i think that books are so powerful it's not like social media like mm-hmm. or videos or it books like you could honestly spend five minutes with a book and like fucking have enough to chew on for a whole week you know what i mean like yes we don't have to consume books the way we're like actually like, you know, feeling like you have to finish the whole movie to have like for it to mean that you watch the movie, you know, or like binge watch the series. And then because like it's designed for you to do that, like, you know, maybe the book's not designed for us to binge through, but maybe that's because it's not something that is of that kind. Maybe it is becoming more of a foreign thing to consider like a little bit of something can go a long way that we don't have to consume in mass amounts for it to feel substantial or have an impact. And it might even be like a wild thought that, what do you mean you read one page and that you read today? Does that even count? Or what do you mean you read one page and that was enough for you? Like, are you really reading? You know, like Mm -hmm. there's maybe like perception, like stigmas around like what it means to like read a book when really it's like it could be one page it could be half a page mm-hmm. it's you absorbing you know like a um, like a thing and mm-hmm. that should really be at your own pace anyway
1: yeah i think that that's um how do i say i i feel like so much of that there can be stigma but i feel like it only happens with you to you like book reading is so intimate with yourself And like, I think (laughs) it's funny because this is a tweet that I'm referencing. I don't remember who tweeted it, but they were I like following writers and stuff. And she was saying, she was like, hey, if the book's not good. You just put it down. You don't have to finish it. Like you don't have to make yourself finish it and make it worth it. It's like, if anything that was a lesson in you having your own taste in books that this just wasn't going to cut it. Um, but yeah, it's such a, it's a activity you can definitely do by yourself. You can definitely do it with other people or just around other people and just, it's a different kind of breath, you know, it's a different kind of pause. Um, cause it's still you being active in a certain way, but like, you mean such a relaxed like physical state and, but but beyond such an adventure or such a such a deep dive um, with it but yeah books and it, are- it
0: really is one of those rare things that it deeply engages you like no matter what like you could be reading i don't know me trying to think of children's books that are not just like super eurocentric um okay i can't think of any so stop <laughs>
1: fables those are really great
0: Yes, yes. Like, you know, you could be reading Aesop fables or you could be reading this, um, you know, amazing book that an activist wrote about something they've been studying. Mm-hmm. And it's just you and the book. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but that's all there is. For anything to happen, it's just you and the book, but it's really just you because the book is technically a book. So it's it, it does ask for a lot. You know what I mean? It asks for a lot of focus. It asks for just you. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of wild that like... Mm-hmm. Just us is a lot.
1: Yes. It's time with yourself. It's literally just, it really is just time with yourself. Uh, But it can be, like, it can be uh, intentionally super uh, reflective. Like, that's the purpose of you reading this thing or depending on, like, the content and stuff or super objective. Or it could be, like, very leisure, very just... And you might be surprised at how reflective it is, it, it becomes. I just, I know that like, I'm trying to read the books that I have bought. <laughs> but the first thing I want to take out of the library is like an anthology of like short stories. I really want to do that because I need like a, I need like a, how do I say, not a, not even a palate cleanser. What's the opposite of a palate cleanser? A palate filler? <laughs> a palate filler. A palate filler. Like a buffet. And maybe, you know what, maybe it's... Hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. Little tapas. Yes. Yes. And maybe I need to also relinquish the idea that I need to finish certain books to start reading others. That's also probably an idea I need to relinquish, but... I want, I remember wanting to do that like in school and they gave us like reading material, like when I'm like younger, younger, like elementary, early middle school, they gave us reading material out of this huge book and we only would read those selected stories. But I remember being so curious about all the other stories we didn't get to. And I would try to read some of them if I had time at home and just go exploring <laughs> go exploring in that way. And I would have opinions about different writers and writing styles. I'd be like, I didn't enjoy that. Or like, oh, I really liked this. So what else have they written? And being able to be introduced to a plethora of writing and writing styles and authors and such and stories of all types. Definitely used to do that a lot with like different fairy tales and stuff. And fables, all sorts of folk tales. Like, love that shit. I want a little bit of everything, just to like get back into the joy of reading. <laughs> so I don't. Right now, it still feels like a, um like a standard I'm trying to meet, as opposed to this this thing I'm trying to enjoy. Like, it doesn't need to be like a goal setting type of thing for me to achieve it. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's
0: where I'm at. <laughs> one of the things that I'm like really coming into terms with is I do not operate like other people and other people do not operate like me. And I just cannot assume this, you know, vice. I cannot assume, I cannot assume. And as a practice, like just recognizing myself as unique as are others. Um, and one thing about me is I'm so emotionally motivated. And so in listening to you, it made like the word mood kept coming up for me. Like, like that's the mood. And I gave the disclaimer in the beginning because I don't want to presume that this is going to work for any, everybody else, you know, because you might not be as emotionally like driven as I am as a person, but as someone who is emotionally driven, yeah, I have to let myself like have the moods because for me, like, that's my mood. Like, you know, like that's my mood. Like you can't, I can't do anything. I I don't even want anything else. That's why this is my mood. My mood is reading a bunch of little things right now. My mood is trying to read and not reading as much as I want, but that gets me reading enough Mm -hmm. to the mood that is, you know, calling upon me. And for me, maybe in, 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 being aware now of like how emotionally driven I am, it it helps me just respect my emotions and give them their time. Mm -hmm. Um, It could be scary because it's like, what's the difference between a mood, an extended mood, and then just a whole ass lifestyle that you're in denial about, okay? But you know what? Give me a break. That's a different conversation. You know what I mean? It's a different conversation. And if that conversation is not being had, because it's not currently applicable then the matter is simply my mood is this and i'm allowed to i'm allowed to be moody i'm allowed to indulge my moods i'm about especially when it's more about me than other people you know i don't want to say like it's okay to be moody and i'm like i'm feeling like a bitch so So i guess i'm a bitch (laughs) (laughs) not carte blanche to do whatever but when it comes to sanctuary when it comes to sanctuary my mood is everything and i follow my moods and that's kind of even how i've started moving through my days as a a (laughs) self-employed aspiring self-employed person is my mood really does guide my days and what i then kind of designed under that or strategize with
1: that is what triggers certain moods i feel like i'm more of like a a plan person like i am motivated by having a plan and i've definitely become way more okay with the plan not going to plan (laughs) it's being enacted but i enjoy being like i'm gonna do this 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 tomorrow and then the next day i want to do this 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 And it's like something to look forward to and then seeing how and if I meet it and how it changes and like experiencing that and not judging myself for if it, if it does change in any sort of way. But like, for me, it's like, I want my, my, want my structure to look different, but I still want a structure. (laughs) I still want a plan that makes sense.
0: It totally does. It totally does. It totally freaking does. It totally freaking does because structure is an amazing tool. And I find that, you know, it's so difficult to figure out, first of all, what are the the rules or the expectations that I've been taught? and, And what are the rules and expectations that are truly in service of who I am, you know, and who I'm meant to be like me and my purpose and my pacing and my timing and like my energy reserves. Like it's such a, it should, it ought to be such a deeply personal concoction, whatever that structure ends up being for people. But there's such a overt broadcasting of a very specific types of structures, you know, for example, like, oh, all millionaires fucking get up at 6am and make their bed. You know, and like maybe they freaking do, but that just means you guys are all the same. I don't understand. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's funny because um, I was also talking with my friend about how, you know, like this 1%, it's not a hodgepodge international group of mixed types of people. Um, These are all the same idiots. These are all the same idiots. (laughs) It's like that, it's the homogeny, right? And so for structures, to defy the homogeneity, I think that is enormously challenging. But I totally understand what you mean. Like searching for a structure that works for you and is not necessary, and is and in just being able to purge, um, exorcise, exorcise the shit that like doesn't serve. And like, what does it mean to fully embrace that? Oh, like, how can this process be more pleasurable for me? Like that's hard, but I think. It's possible, and I think everyone deserves <clears throat> a, a, a personal process that works for them.
1: Yeah, R- routine and consistency serve me well. Really do. Like, I'm like trying to think of myself in like a more mood motivated way, and what that would look like. But I don't like. I can't even. I know I have moods, and. <laughs> I experience them fully, but I don't know if that turns into action or activity in any sort of way. Yeah, I think that's what, I think that's what that is, like the difference. Because my moods, I examine experience so internally. (laughs) Some people won't even know I'm upset about something for a few days unless I talk about it and tell them I was. So it just doesn't, my moods don't sometimes in bursts of negative energy rarely but does happen but that's the Aries moon but um, and I'm not ashamed of that it's just a real thing but as for anything else it's just like as far as when I take action when I feel inspired to take action it's it's sparked by curiosity and like the momentum continues because of curiosity and exploration but it coming into actuality is due to wanting to incorporate that activity into a routine or a plan because me trying to change up my activity or change up my way of my day I'm doing it to start because it's like I would like to con- I would like this to be a regular thing. I would like this to be a thing I continue to do for myself because my body needs it. Like that goes all the way to like drinking more water or like telling myself like out loud, okay, Joe, you have you have to or else or else you're not going to. <laughs> Cuz the root. I'm like I was able to do that with my skincare. My skincare care regimen. Skin's looking great. Very looking
0: great for all the listeners out there. Skin looking
1: immaculate. Thank you. And uh, I would like my I would like more things in my life but that like I started caring about my skin not to say that people who don't have routine don't care about their skin but I started having a skincare regimen like a few years ago and like just really like this past like year or so I've been like oh this is like why I did that for so long type of a thing and so with I think in regards to reading, I'm like, I know one that's just on some like inner child work shit. I know it used to bring me real fucking joy and I and I miss it. Two is that I am a person who right now in her present moment is becoming not, for lack of better words, more public facing and like having platforms like this or like exploring other possibilities of platforms and getting my voice out there. And it's like, I just want more to talk about and more to share. Not that I don't have a lot already. I have a great, I have a whole life that I've experienced to share about. That's great. And I want more. I want more to share. I want more to share in conversation with other people and definitely in conversation with myself. I feel like that's what it is. That's what it fucking is right there. Social media, especially right now, has literal circles of information that you just hamster wheel in until you Boop yourself over to another hamster wheel in like that's Boop Boop yourself in and like that's the oh that's what it is because of the hamster wheel it is the hamster wheels up uh, plural to like damn near infinity with the internet honestly and it's like, the way the algorithms are are set up, you're not going to necessarily just like go look at like, you know what fascinates me? I, I, I've like watched like beard competitions, videos of people making little dolls before. Like I've had, there was a time of the wild west of the internet, like early YouTube and shit like that, where I was just like going places. I was just like, what the fuck is over here? I guess I can look at that now. I don't really do that. Like with any of these things on social media, of well, fucking Netflix, like, fortunately I enjoy anime and because that genre literally will take you wherever the fuck, like, I get some exposure to a lot of different kinds of storytelling through that. But that's still, like, one sort of world with its own tropes and its own patterns, its own repetitions, its own limitations, its own limitations. And even on the flip side, they're just conversations about our politics or the world. Um, And of course, like I'm always going to have your opinion about those things and always want to be in conversation about those things. Not really usually never on social media though. Cause like, I don't necessarily want to argue when I'm talking (laughs) or sharing or wanting to learn more. So it's just like, there. that's the sort of ache I guess I'm feeling in my own version of burnout right now. It's like, I know there's more out there to talk about I know there's more out there to see. I know there's more out there to experience on various levels, but it feels like I'm experiencing the same five to seven (laughs) things throughout my months, (laughs) past year and a half or so, if that all makes sense. (laughs) Yeah.
0: No, it absolutely does. It absolutely does. The hamster wheel, like, image is so, it's so true. Like, there's only, it it does keep us spinning. Like, that's the thing. And it's like, sometimes it's nice to do a revolution. You know, it's nice to go fucking a 40 degree arc. Give me an arc. Give me even a fat long circumference. I can do that. You know, vary the radius, the diameter. But if you just keep at it, that's it, then doesn't matter what size the circle is, all of them become these wheels of hamstering. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, and y'all, we, we wanted to talk about, you know, our artistic process um, and our toolboxes. So I feel like all of this goes under there, you know, like slow forms of processing and absorbing. Because like you're saying, you know, to share and have these things to share about it is we we must absorb it and be receptive and we can go online to absorb a lot of things. But to what point do you are you on? Are you just hitting the wheel now <laughs> versus like
1: mm-hmm.
0: the power of, you know, cracking open a book? taking off the pressure of having to read enough of it, whatever the fuck that means, and allowing yourself to like crack it open and read it until A, you're bored, B, you're tired. And the books will let you put it down. The internet almost will not let you put it down. And so it's like, it's kind of hard to have wheel with books. And, and, and that makes me really think about power in slowness and slow forms of processing, um, which is wild because I'm such an impatient person, so what a life lesson that I'm continuing to learn for the rest of my life. But you know, I did write some notes about like some things that are integral to my process um and where did I put it i put it I put it here, so okay, not to leave you with the cliffhanger, but it is a cliffhanger next episode we're gonna get into our artistic toolboxes specifically i will share my three pillars of my process and jere will share on their process but you're gonna have to come back next week we have new episodes every sunday so i hope you are subscribed i hope you tell your friends tell us what your favorite part about this episode was tell us on a voice message at anchor.fm slash group chat and same time same place See you next week. (laughs) To be continued.